neighbours, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Tent Toss and it's a lord of shame. But I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it light. It's 30 minutes long and all about Teesside, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. writing it yeah, as you can tell it's got a good start good start to it but uh, listen the mighty butter I can't believe it last eight games alright we've lost two and drawn one earlier on but we won five we've, we've won the last four things are looking good but the butter oh happy new year Maris happy new year happy 2020 and welcome to the first episode of 2020 of TED Talks, the Ted Anki podcast, which is actually episode 27. Just if you like, you're keeping things in order and that, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I hope you all had a good Christmas. I had, I had a belt to me, like, uh, took, took Big Fat Julie down the Tomahawk Steakhouse and uh, oh, all you could eat, man, it was, it was mint, proper mint. But, uh, you know, we, then we went back and she had three tubs of heroes, so she's a bit greedy, you know, but uh, left me the bounties. But never mind, never mind. It's, uh, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Uh, so, uh, got another great action-packed show in store for you um, and uh, and some very interesting announcements as well listen out for them but uh, so it, it leaves me now to say enjoy the show sponsored by Butterfan TV Showcase Comedy and JokePit.com uh, the comedy ticket box office so uh, three great sponsors there if you do want to sponsor the Ted Anky podcast you know what I mean it's getting a lot of downloads so there's a lot of people listening to it Get in touch with me. We can work something out. You know what I mean? Whether like we promote products, services, uh, or you just want to like, I don't know, just get your name mentioned and that. Just let us know. Uh, drop us an email at uh, info at tedanky.com. Nice one. Right then, before I get into the nitty-gritty of my podcast and that, you know what I mean, I've got on the telephone my faithful manager, Bobby Delvecchio. Now, Bobby, you all right? Hello, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, where have you been? I've not heard from you for months. Oh, I've been centre-backs for, for my holiday. Centre-packs? Right, how much percentage are you taking? Because I can't afford to go up centre-packs. Centre no, I got a very good deal, Ted. Um, it was all business. 
what did you get me? Did you get me any gigs in that? Like, in well, that's what I've been trying to do while I've been there. You know, I went, I went uh, for a swim uh, a couple of days up there. I went biking, and I was talking to people all the time. So I'm always, I'm always out there working for you for gigs, always. And did you get me any? Well, I've got your new one actually. You'll like this one. It's a cruise. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Dover to Calais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I want you to do is do some keepy uppies. All oh, right, with my soccer skills and that. Yeah, some keepy uppies on deck, there and back, uh, entertain the crowds, and you'll get 20 quid each way. Tw- tw- 20 quid there, 20 quid back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so 40 quid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what, Bobby? I'm, I'm a bit desperate, so I'm going to take you up on that offer if you can sort it out for us, mate. How much? I'll, you, I'll book you in for that then, no problem. Uh, what's, what's the full fee like? How much are you getting? Oh, me usual. I'll tell you what, as it's just gone Christmas, I know you're a bit strapped. I'll only take 15% off each off each fee. Oh, right, so you've not took it off the, the 40 quid yet? No, not yet, no. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, it's usually 20, though, Ted, as you know. I know. Do I get do I get like food, drink, and will there be any flange on the ship? You're allowed a glass of water each way. You can't have any food though. They said no. So I've got I've got to bring a pack lunch. Yeah, yeah. Right, and uh, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, do it, do it. Book it, book I, it. Yeah, I'll book you in. I had to fight for that. I'll tell you. But do they not know who I am? I'm a, I've got loads of class keep me up skills as well. Like, don't they want me to do any jokes and that? Just soccer skills. If you want to do some jokes while you're doing your keep you up, it's, it's imperative you do not drop the ball. It's not fucking Guinness fucking records, this Bobby. Is he going to be there? Norris, McWhirter, measuring how many jokes you can do versus how many kick-ups. Well, no, you you asked for the jokes. You can do them if you want. I'm saying don't don't lose your concentration. Or they won't pay you. If you drop that ball, they won't pay you. That's oh, all I'm this, saying. Listen, I could eat a full chicken kebab and still keep the ball in the air. Don't you worry no. about my concentration, Bobby. All right, all right. I, I knew you'd be up for it. Right, good, good, good. Right. Uh, well, that's that's good to know. That's good to know. Is there anything anything else coming up? Because uh, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. My diary is about as empty as a council house's fridge. Right. Well, uh, I've got. I've got. Let me ask you this, Ted. Uh, what's your favourite supermarket? Uh, oh, I, I don't know. It's between. Uh, it's it's between Lidl and the and the Asda's. Right. Oh, I've got it. Oh. You're not going to go for this one, then. What is it? No, no, I'll forget that gig, then. It was somewhere else. You won't want that. It wasn't farm foods, was it? I won't touch farm foods. It was, it was farm foods. All right, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. <sighs> we need a plan, mate. We need a plan to get me some more gigs from this year. I'm, th- I'm even thinking about bringing back out the old disco shows. Would you be up for oh. that? Oh yeah, Ted. Oh, I'm always up for that. Will you help me? Like, will you help me do them? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's like a bit of a double act. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, come. I, I, I can still spin. That's what they used to call it back in the day. What? Like, are you on about dancing or, or records? Oh, records, records. Uh, going to say something. Northern Soul we're doing, mate. We're going to be doing no, no, all the not. best hits. Did you, get, did you get my Christmas present? I sent you. What was it? It was uh, two kippers. Is that what that smell is? Yeah. Have you not, have you not opened them? No, just, well, it was wrapped like, you know, it was wrapped like one of them charity bags, you know, when they're asking for clothes. I just dumped it on the table. It's, oh, it's yeah, two yeah, kippers yeah. in there. Yeah, get them open. They might be spoiled now, I think. Oh, dear. 
Oh, do you know what? I thought we'd lost a pair of Julie's knickers and um, I was looking down the back of the couch and everything and now I know where that smell's coming from. Oh, go and get, I'm going to have to give him a Branco because they're probably a bit out of date now and he'll he like them Branco. He likes that type of thing. Yeah, aye. All right, all right. No worries. No worries. Um, but quickly, quickly, before I let you go, mate, like going back to the disco shows, what I'm thinking we'll do is like, yeah. we'll put it all out with the listeners here, right? The Ted Anky disco experience. If anyone's yeah. having like a, I don't know, like a, a, a party, a, a private party, a works party, just one of them sex parties or anything like that, we'll go We'll set the disco up. Uh, we'll entertain them with like a little bit of like our funny stuff and stuff like that. And then, yes. and then we'll play the best music of the seventies, eighties, nineties, possibly the early two thousands. But I'm not going past yeah. that because I stopped collecting music at that point, so I don't have enough. Um, yeah. None of that. None of that young and shit. No, no, none of that. No. 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 Uh, I think it'd be a good, uh, a good deal that, and uh, we'll agree a price. And, um, you know, it'd be for an entire evening. Um, they just have to arrange the room, uh, a bit like when you book a DJ for a party, except you get more entertainment with us, but it means we're a little bit more expensive. Well, you might make some money, mightn't we? Absolutely, Ted. I mean, you know, it can't all be ferry crossings, can it? No, no. Well, now they know my fucking limit of uh, <laughs> what they can book me for. Um, yeah. I might have to cut that bit out and say, oh, no, no, we'll charge a lot yeah. more for that. That's just for the ferry crossing gigs, though, that one. Yeah, you they're just I mean? a special arrangement, aren't they, because uh, yeah. of me keep me up skills. And that's why I've got me discount with Centre Pass with that. I mean, um, you know what I mean? I'm always out there for you. Right. Okay, then, mate. Well, uh, I mean, that, that, that 40 quid for the ferry, you know, that's after my uh, Centre Park visit. So, it, you know... It all fit in with that, really. Right. But I was still working. Do you see what? I, it's very intricate, Ted. I know you don't like to talk. I, try, you know, I, let, I let you do the maths. That's, I trust yeah. you wholeheartedly. Yeah. That's right. I mean, if I had to put the centre parks thing in there with that, the gig had probably been two grand for you on that ferry. But I've got to do the the research, am I? Yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, you know Bobby. I mean? You don't have to look after me, don't you? You look after me, don't you? Uh, right, well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go, mate, and uh, I'll catch up with you. Uh, when well, we're gonna we're gonna go for a game of squash, aren't we? Uh, tomorrow morning. Yeah. So um, yes. I'll, I'll see you there, mate. You know, all right. Keep you keep cracking on. Cheers, mate. That was uh, that was Bobby Delvecchio there. Listen, if you're interested in one of these disco parties, I'm being serious. Drop me an email to info at terranky.com and we'll have a chat about it. You know, you might have a celebration coming up, and we'll come and fucking rock it for you. You know what I mean? My next guest on episode 27 is a, is a comedian by the name of Jonathan Brook. Hello, Jonathan. You all right, mate? I'm not bad, Squire. Not bad. How's yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm good. What I'd like to ask all my guests, uh, the first question on the podcast is, mm-hmm. what, have you had, what have you had for your tea tonight? Um, I have had um, basically a box full of gingerbread, man. A box full of fucking gingerbread, mate. Yeah, because this, I... You ran out of beans. Yeah, basically. Um, and I'm just basically um, a diabetic in training, so... Oh, well, yeah. Trying to focus on getting the required blood sugar level to uh, live the is, insulin dream. Is, is, is gingerbread men a good 
stimulant of diabetes then? I, um, I don't know. I, I imagine it is because I naturally, by instinct, don't buy anything that's healthy. So I'm assuming that if I bought it, it must have some unhealthy impact on well, life I'm, when you just stand I'm, there eating half a box of it. I'm glad this uh, this podcast isn't about promoting healthy living then, because we'd be... <laughs> yeah. No, we'd, we'd be, be in trouble then. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have no listeners, you know what I mean? It is primarily yeah. uh, a football slash comedy pro, uh, podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, we don't really talk much about football, but we will later <laughs> on. We will later on. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, have you had a, did you have a good Christmas in New Year anyway? Um, I, I did indeed. I um, managed to complete the trilogy. I did the Roses box, the Celebrations, box and the quality street so as troubles go that's um a good festive achievement where, where do you stand on heroes oh they're a bit tricky because i, I dread to think given that we're sort of racing towards world war three yeah. or if not that brexit where things are going to become very tricky to get hold of. I'm scared of what I would be willing to do to get hold of a twirl in those environments. Wow. That's so then you, being, you would have a bunker, a bunker just full of like your favourite chocolate bars. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. This is, I mean, other more rational, balanced adults would look to accumulate proper, actual required items that would see yep. them through apocalyptic like surroundings. Yeah, like spam and uh, <laughs> spam and uh, you know, take a break magazines and stuff like that. This, you know? this is it because um, yeah. take a break really is life. Because to be fair, it's the only crossword I can actually complete. So I'd need that I'd, just for the self esteem. I just head straight to the back of me and look at the answers and pretend yeah. to know them, which uh, just makes me look intelligent. Going back to Quality Street, though, yeah. right? Uh, if there was going to be a World War Three, yeah. It, you, you fuck now with quality streets, aren't you? Because you know, you know, if there was one about twenty years ago, you could have used the tin as an helmet. But now, <laughs> now they're just like small little plastic tubs. Probably well, wouldn't well, even fit on the bell end. Be like, you pretty much nailed it. Because whereas say twenty years back, it would have looked like um, that helmet on the Smiths album. Yeah. Whereas now, it would look like that kind of dainty little thing that posh ladies wear at the races. And yeah, or, or Katy Perry when she's at like uh, you know when she's at air hostess and she's got that little hat on. Oh, That's what it'll, it'll look, I've, put your yeah. dick away. Don't be getting too excited. Yeah, no, this is it. I think it's one of them things that she's always going to be that kind of character where, by mind wiring, you can't really suppress the, like the giddy reaction to thoughts of. Katy Perry being Katy Perry, but I will stifle that for now and we shall move on. I've always had a fantasy. I've always had a fantasy of like just going to Alton Towers with Katy Perry uh, and just like sitting next to her on some of those mad roller coasters and just yeah. watching, her, watching her pop out every now and again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> as spectator sports go, um, I think we both agree that football is a highly entertaining one. But I don't think that football could compete with Katy Perry on a roller coaster. 
No, I agree. Um, oh, you imagine it. Even just queuing up, even just oh, queuing yeah. up for the ride, you'd be you'd be having a little look, wouldn't you? And yeah. then, and then when she gets sort of pressed into the the safety bars, you'd be yeah. thinking, "Oh, they're getting proper pushed up there." You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I, I wouldn't even, the, the photo you get at the end, it was just oh, yeah. me looking down the top. <laughs> you know I'd be busted. On, oh, well, on you, your you, I wouldn't you be imagine that would be like a record-breaking profit year for Alton Towers that year, because I imagine it wouldn't just be yourself paying for that photo. They would, um, they would clear up on that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I can't. There's there's loads of class rides at Alton Towers. Like um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any other new ones that you're aware of. Um, um, no, because it's one of these things that I've not been to in years. Yeah. Because the problem with the whole Yorkshire born and bred upbringing is anything that costs more than what you'd spend in Poundland, and you've got the immediate sort of how much reaction to it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You put that mindset in a place like Alton Towers, and everything's amazing to look at, but painful to consider using. So, yeah. Well, uh, me and uh, me and me and Julie, big fat Julie, uh, yeah. we, uh, we 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 queued up to to go on the Oblivion, and yeah. uh, the uh, they wouldn't let her on because she was uh, she was she was too large. So oh. uh, I know. So uh, she was all right though, because like she just yeah. she just went down and got some chips and stuff like that, and waited for me as I went on it. Uh, uh, she well, wasn't got bothered. Say that you'll you'll always find comfort in chips. So yeah, oh, yeah. she does. It's yeah. a sound tactical approach that one. I always find chips on Julie as well, which is mad. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes in undergarments, and uh, she doesn't know they're there. I mean, exactly, because, again, it's like, again, talking about this whole World War Three scenario, if cash is going to have no value, then at least if you are saving chips for a rainy day, then, you know, maybe, even if she doesn't know she's doing it, she's um, she's saving some good collateral there for wartime. Yeah. Have you got, I've, I've been thinking about this, right, uh, World War Three. Yeah. Have you got any, have you got any, uh, you know, any tips... Because I was reading the survival guide the other day, yeah. right? And uh, it was telling you, like, oh, if there's a, you know, nuclear strike, don't look at the blast, don't open your mouth, uh, keep your mouth open, because otherwise your eardrums might burst. You've got to keep your mouth open, yeah. don't look at the blast, get yourself underground somewhere, right? Uh, obviously, don't open the windows and the doors yeah. and that. And uh, this was the one that got me. Uh, you gotta, you gotta have a, have a take your clothes off, have a wash, yeah. use shampoo, but don't use conditioner. Don't use conditioner because apparently it it pulls all the particles together. It doesn't wash them out. I'd rather fucking die than not use conditioner. You know what I mean? I'm I mean, like, this I is it. Nice air. And I think this is where they're just sort of maybe not addressing the priorities of the nation, right? Because. Do you want to live and be ill, but with hair that you can't take any joy in looking at? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want to maybe sort of allow science to end things, but you leave this world with some sweet looking hair? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you do if you've got a two in one? You know, like you could, ah, just wash me hair with shampoo. Oh, fucking hell, it was a two in one. (gasps) I mean, that would be sort of the clumsiest way to end up going. That would be like them old Darwin Awards where 
you know, someone died because they were trying to reach a can of coke out of the machine and the vending machine just sort of collapsed on top of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least that's got some hilarity value to it. But the idea of basically being killed by World War Three because your supermarket of choice had a good offer on the two-for-one the week you went shopping, that would just be physically and emotionally a painful way to die. It would. It would. I'd be, uh, I'd be, I'd be a bit upset about that. Yeah. Uh, so, do, do you think it's going to happen then? Do you think that big daft orange bastard is going to do, <laughs> do something proper nuts? Because like, I, I shit you not, right? This is the truth. Like, I've been watching the box set Homeland. I don't know yeah. if you've watched it before, Aye. right? It's proper, it's proper class. And I've got up to the episode, right? The other night, I got up to the episode where they killed the Iranian uh, chief of uh, military yeah. by a drone strike, and then I woke up. And fucking America had really done that. <laughs> so I'm starting to think that I'm hoping that that uh, that bird who he was married to might really come round and get a bangers out for me. That, I mean, again, we've got to set sort of some nice ambitions because if our days are numbered, then let's have them days being mighty entertaining. Because you know why not? But yeah, uh, I think it's one of them that I never watched, and then I were working in London. And the ginger lad in Homeland were buying couscous in front of us in MS. And I thought, well, given that I've literally shared a basket with him, I may as well watch the show that's given him the money to buy London's most expensive couscous. So, yeah. The D- world Damian is Lewis. Damien Lewis, yeah. Aye, that's Cush, Cush fan. Uh, oh, interesting, interesting discussion points there. I've just made a note. Kate, Katie Petty on roller coasters, World War Three survival kit. <laughs> um, right, so uh, we've got to address the situation, right? Yeah. Do you prefer to be called Jonathan or Johnny? Um, we'll go. Jado. Yeah, Johnny we'll, Big Hot. Uh, <laughs> we'll call Johnny because the, the other one just tends to get saved for benefits assessments and medical appointments then. Right, yeah, you must have quite a few of them, don't you? Cause, uh, yeah, yeah, there is a bit yeah. of a procession these days where you're always sort of having to chat to someone in a Windsor not about proving that you are a defective sort, so... Well, yeah. I mean, just for the listeners at home, you, you've, you have, uh, we will de- describe, you've got like a bit of a problem with your legs, haven't you? You yeah. don't mind saying, yeah. you've got an operation soon. But when I first seen that you go under the uh, under the title of the sit-down stand-up, yeah. I, just, I just, just thought you were a lazy bastard. Um, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, that is me. Um, if I could be asked to be the poster child of laziness, I would very much be the poster child of laziness but it just so happens that I'm as disabled as I am lazy so sort of the two come together and um sort of justify this whole sitting down to do everything thing when when you when your legs fixed then are you going to start standing up for your jokes are your jokes that shit that they require you to still sit down um, I think basically because I know me sitting down to do this kind of um it draws the pity out of particularly women of a certain age in the crowd. So to start standing up to do this and sort of turn off that pity tap, um, yeah. I don't know if I'm brave enough to do that or energetic you, you, enough to do that. 
Are you using this to get flange? Is that what you're saying? Um, it's just a flange tactic. It um, it does sometimes weirdly lead to attention that you're not expecting. And then it's just a case of, well, okay, I weren't really expecting that today, but seeing as though you kind of really quite like me, um, let's see how disabled I am in this scenario compared to how disabled I was when I had a mic in my hand. Ah, right. Just making a note there, disability tricks. (laughs) Good, yeah. I might try that one on one of my next gigs, you know what I mean? Yeah. I might just come out and pretend I'm blind and deaf and yeah. uh, just see how that gig goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I would never know, would I? Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, if you're sort of picking them as your um, sort of flavours of disability, then you're sort of limiting um, how much you get to know of how well it's working. I could just go out there and do my set, though, uh, and then, like, you know, just continue going through it as well, even when people are laughing or people are not laughing. Or people yeah. go, get off, Ted, you shit. I just still carry on doing it because I can't hear them and I can't see them. And yeah. then I just go, hey, thank you, everybody, good night. And I just walk into a wall. Quite a good ending, that. I mean, I, I can see how even as, like, an idea, rather than seeing it live, I'm entertained by this. Yeah, like I once ran. I, I once ran on the stage, right, yeah. wearing um, you know one of them um, them sort of panda outfits where it looks like you 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 uh, you're sat on a panda, yeah, and it's your like false legs and you're running around the room and stuff yeah. like that. I, I ran out on a gig on on one of them, but uh, I didn't see that. Uh, someone someone had spilled a bottle of hooch uh, uh. on the floor. And and uh, I just went flat on my ass, uh, and I got a round of applause. So I'm going to take that as a standing ovation. Oh, uh, I, I did two jokes and walked off. Big it was time because I I've tended to do that where, like you say, somebody will have spilled a drink on the stage, and one of the crutches will hit it, and it just flies out from under me at like six thousand mile an hour. So oh, then I do one of two things where I either turn it into some sort of weird interpretive dance. Or just literally end up flying through this puddle and having like an accidental taste of it. So I've, I've got an image of you being like you know Michael Jackson in Moonwalker, yeah. just where he's doing where he's doing that lean forward all the way over and then and then back up. This is it. It's like um, a really, 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 really bad tribute to how science defying his legs and feet were. Because um, obviously mine are too, but they're at the other end of the spectrum. So it is just that <laughs> weirdness of when you're not expecting it, and suddenly you're like, okay, I know I'm not supposed to be making eye contact with these people. I should still be sat a few feet above them. But the fact that I'm now kind of approaching these poor ladies in the front row at a very sort of register signing speed, this looks very questionable. But again, with the crutches, people tend to be quite forgiving and assume that I'm just damaged rather than a deviant, so... A damaged deviant, double D, double D. I like yeah. it. <laughs> uh, have you ever thought of, like, maybe changing your name to, uh, like, introducing yourself on the stage as something like... Uh, 
Johnny the Babbling Brook, something like that. Um, there's been times that it's genuinely crossed this puddle mind of mine that given that that is literally what I do, and it is basically linked in in terms of style of talking and surname, um, but I tend to do a lot of gigs in places where... I then end up sort of doing a 10-minute explanation of it, so I just sort of tend to think I'll save that for the places that will appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You do, um, if I remember rightly, you do do some Michael Jackson jokes, don't you? Um, Yeah, yeah, because there's a start of my set that is... um, It's lovely and friendly, but can come across as a bit sinister. So I, I just try and sort of use the sort of physical progression of Michael Jackson as a way of sort of just explaining to people that, you know, things do get lighter. <laughs> we know where that's going there. Yeah. Um, very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, you're a bit of a, I'd probably say you're a bit of a dark comedian, aren't you, really, with some of your jokes. Yeah. But that's good. It's different. Well, Not the, everyone's the, 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 talking about periods. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's, it's this madness of like you you finish the gig and you're just basically trying to leave. Now again, I'm never doing that at speed. So anyone that wants to have a chat with us about something, we'll have a chat with us about it. And it's the way that people then want to sort of talk to you about these things, and it's like, oh, right. Because um, when I wrote that, I was just bored at home, and it felt like a decent thing to say. I didn't really imagine that it would sort of trigger um, any emotional connection. So, so the fact that I've got some stranger in the gents with his hand on his bits that then basically wants to take his hand off where it was to sort of point to me the questionable part of the stuff. And it's like, no, there's a lot of things that I imagined when I started doing funny that someone would see fit to do that at a urinal to talk to me about my set and how it works is not something I ever imagined, but... No, it's a, weird, it's a weird place, isn't it, to have a conversation. I, uh, whenever I, I, this always happens to me, I don't know if this happens to any of, uh, any of my listeners, but whenever I'm at like a urinal or a trough and somebody yeah. comes and stands, not necessarily right next to me, they could just be next to me or a little yeah. bit along, I get stage fright. Yeah. I can't piss. I can't piss anymore. And then I find myself, I find myself pushing. I find myself pushing to do away. And then yeah. I end up just doing a big fart. And that's even more embarrassing. It, that is, I'm, I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in that. And that for all the. I mean, I've got a, I've got a big touch, yeah. I've got a big touch. It's not, I'm not like I've shamed yeah. it because I, I compare. I have a little look, you know what I mean? Like, and I compare, you know. You've got to do the curiosity grants just to sort of know how um, yeah. well established you are um, I just think uh, it's a shame we can't confer, confirm prostate because clearly uh, we, we've got different ones operating here <laughs> yeah uh, definitely yeah. but yeah it's just again I get that weirdness of if I go in and I've started then it's like the mastermind questions I will finish and yeah. you give it a little shake just to sort of try and encourage it just looks like you're having a tug. Looks like you're having a sneaky exactly. tug. And it's like, no, because if I give you another shake, then there's going to be either sort of a bouncer or policeman waiting outside this door when we get out. I've, I've hit my shake 
threshold and it's not happening and I'm going to look weird if I stand here any longer or I'm also going to look weird if I've been here for what feels like half an hour and nothing's come out. It's bizarre. What, what is the shake threshold? How many shakes can be classed as a wank? Um, I think it depends on the mode because obviously in certain modes... Um, what, like if you're in a bad mood, you just go dead aggressive? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. This is some sort of like Thundercat type raw of I hate the world and I'm just going to take it out on this. What, you do like a big ho oh! at the end of it? Um, I mean, obviously, it depends. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it depends because obviously, um, you know, these things, they, they have their fits and starts. So. I'm just making a note there of uh, <laughs> uh, Thundercat onanism. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good topic of discussion that I like that. Because yeah. you could have a good think about Chitara, and I reckon she'd help it out a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. probably loads of our listeners thinking, what the fuck now, Thundercats? You know what I mean? They're all yeah. like, uh, they're all dead old blokes who f- support the butter and there's yeah. a bit of flange who listen to the show but some might know yeah. Thundercats are uh, I mean imagine a crossover it. of two of tonight's topics where you've got Katy Perry rocking up next Halloween as Chitara Chitara yeah and I'm dead muscly like Panthro yeah. um, and uh, I've just got my nunchucks out <laughs> oh that'll be class she'll love that oh she yeah. will she'll be a big fan of the uh, the chucks being out bless her Oh, she will. Oh, mucky cow. Uh, well, it's come to the time of the show where I sometimes like to plug a local business from the Teesside area. And uh, this week, I'm plugging one of my mates. He's, uh, he's he's from Thornaby. He's called Matty Morgan. You might have seen him like in all the pubs and that, you know what I mean? He's a bit of a daft ass. You'll probably recognise him. Uh, but he's got his own uh, he's got his own sports therapy uh, massage business uh, based at Billingham Forum called Body Right Sports Therapy. That's how I imagine it said, uh, you know what I mean? So, uh um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it now in one of my special adverts. All right, all right. Are you having problems with your back? Are you having problems with your knees? Well, you need to get yourself down and see Matty. He'll sort you right out. Maybe you've got a problem because you keep having to be putting the bins out and that and it's proper knocking. Or you five sides just killing you. Matty will sort you out. Body right sports therapy. What type of things do they do? Injury assessments, sports and remedial massage. It won't touch your ass though. Trigger point therapy, no guns involved. Joint mobilizations, that's now to do with rolling spliffs. Back and neck issues. Personal training and rehab, that doesn't mean like the prison rehab. Ultrasound, that's what it is. It's ultrasound, it's an ultrasound therapy, you know what I mean? And water-based exercise therapy. Don't worry, you won't be lifting up your own piss and that, don't worry. So, contact Body Right Sports Therapy. Body Right Sports Therapy. 
know, I know that was just a little bit of like fun and that, you know what I mean? But it, it is a serious business, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I, I added a bit of parity in there. But if you do, uh, you are having some problems with your body structure, then do get in touch with them. Like I said, the based in Billog in Billingham. Uh, you can email them at sportsinjuryteesside at gmail.com. Got a website, www.body-right.co.uk. Or just find the Facebook page just yet. Search for Body Right Sports Therapy, you know what I mean? I, I think you'll enjoy it, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure he'll sort you out. He's a good lad. Good, good stuff. Good. Uh, like I said earlier on, uh, Johnny, this is primarily a football podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you the football fan? I am indeed. Who just who just part? Uh, Man United, unfortunately. Oh, you're one of them, are you? You yeah. at the minute? What, what? So in three years' time, it'll be Liverpool. Is that what you say? Well, it's one of these things <laughs> that um, I started in the late '80s, and basically everyone at school was a Liverpool fan. Yeah. So it was purely a spite-driven thing to support United because that's who they all hated. And then it was just a nice coincidence. That we started winning stuff after that, and then obviously reality's caught up with us in the last few years. And I now sit politely watching the old enemy become incredible and amazing. Yeah, they are good, aren't they? I tell you what, though, Middlesbrough are having a resurgence at the moment. We, they we are, gave Odinio a kick in the bollocks the other day. And I think if there's anyone that, you know, bollocks are going to have a kick applied to, it is him because. If ever there's been a man who could start a war in a phone box, it is him because yeah, just imagine it like going kicking with the nuts and then like yeah. in the press conference, very, very good kicking the bollocks, very yeah. good, yes, very good. Yeah, but no, it, it's shame they didn't actually hold on because seeing him go out in the third round would have been amazing. But yeah. given how well Bruce well, did over Christmas with all the back-to-back wins. That draw just seem a nice little round off to it. Go to their new stadium and give him a, give him a thrashing in the back garden. Oh, that would be that. amazing. Just to see his pouty yeah. little face as Fletcher makes yeah. it 3 0 with 20 minutes left will be. Oh, uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's football covered. We can talk about other shite now. Uh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think people actually listen to the podcast uh, for, for football uh, reasons. I think I mean, just, no, because when you consider both the quantity and quality of topics that we've covered so well during this, yeah. Um, yeah. football is sort of the. If this is like the overall Sunday dinner process, then football is pretty much the peas and carrots compared to the sort of the nice healthy Katy Perry, Katy Perry mash. Yeah. Oh, what mash? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're thinking too much about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, so tell us, tell us about your uh, your journey into comedy. Then, how did you end up doing comedy? And that um, did you like just you down the pub and did someone go, oh, Johnny, tell us a joke? And then you told them, Johnny, when you class you mate, you should be doing some comedy and that. That's how normally everyone else does it. All the dials, pretty much exactly that. But mine used to literally be sort of that two in the morning kebab shop thing of just talking absolute rubbish at anyone in there. And they're like, oh, you're dead funny. You you ought to do stand up. And I'm like, you've seen me walk. 
I can barely do like actual standing up, let alone. And they were like, well, soft lad, just sit down and do it then. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> and that was it. It was just literally a case of, you know, like you sit there and just sort of stare at this blank paper and think, right, what do I actually talk about then? And I thought, well, given that they're all going to be looking at the legs, let's talk about them. And people just seem to proper like it. So I just kept talking about them and then realising just from the look on people's faces that it seems to be that I have quite a a, a dark mind when it comes to explaining um, how these legs work the way they do. Have you ever thought about possibly getting some robotic legs? I, I did um, have a little ponder because I saw... You know, like in Wallace, Wallace and Gromit, them type of ones. This is it, because the, the worrying <laughs> thing is for me that because I can't be mature about anything, I went to see uh, a surgeon that's done a few bits on my worst foot and he was saying to me, I think what we need to be looking at, lad, is potentially removing everything below your knee on the left leg as a safer way for you to get around. Oh, my God, if they did that to me, they'd take half my cock off. Well, this was my first worry, so I tried clearing up that with him. But the fact that then this poor surgeon is sat there waiting for my reaction to this, and my reaction to him was, well, at least if they go ahead with the amputation of, like, the shin and foot stuff, it'll give us a really strong foothold on the fetish dating websites. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And this this poor guy is sat there trying to give me like serious information and feedback about what they might need to do to deal with the damage. And he gets this idiot whose only real concerns are how much of his dick could be lost by removing everything below the knee. And what dating websites you can then get an advantage on. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, I don't good. think on his like top 10 patient list, my name is going to be on there anytime soon because who'd want to deal with such a, an immature character? <laughs> well, I go, I go back to my initial statement there. Um, you know, I, I did tell a little lie. It'd probably be more my balls that are hanging below <laughs> me now. Now I'm, I'm getting to that age where yeah. where you, your willy shrinks and your balls just grow and it and just grow. looks like you're on, you're on a permanent space hopper. There, um, there, there pretty much is um, that mad science of just literally sort of your knees almost become percussion instruments with the way that they sort of chime off. And like, you remember that like thing in the 80s, that like office garnish, that metal thing where you'd like, drop one ball and it'd hit the others and they just keep oh, sort yeah. of swinging yeah. off each other. Yeah. It's like that between your knees where it's just like, I know when I was like really young, I was enthusiastic that you dropped because it meant I was a grown up, but I didn't think you'd spend the rest of forever continuing to drop lower and lower and lower. But yeah, yeah that's just what making you do. a note of balls dropping. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit weird how you should reference them, uh, their metal ball things there, because uh, I only have two and there's normally six on them. And I'd be a bit worried if uh, I had six knackers swinging around. But yeah. then again, um, I could clean up on the fetish websites. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. It's just like literally any kind of, okay, well, 
I might not be built normally, but how can I use the defective way I am to um, get me some advantage out of it? But Well, why have normal legs when you don't have a normal brain? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried turning it into an advantage and uh, possibly going shoplifting in supermarkets and shoving loads of like meat down your legs? And uh, no, no one's going to stop you, are they? Because you'll be walk, you're walking in like that, and then you'll be walking out exactly the same. Because me and my brother-in-law, Mala, yeah. we used to used to take me in in a wheelchair, yeah. and uh, well, I used to wear these big sort of elasticated jogging pants, and we used to get down, we used to get down the meat aisle. Yeah. I'd have lamb in there, I love sausages, I love steak, and then. And I'll take them down the club and sell them on. It's a good, it's a good business model. I mean, it's a good to, business to fair, model. If anything's going to supplement my other free money quite well, it's um, selling dodgy meat. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. Recommend it. Um, I do still have my wheelchair knocking about in the house, which again, being a mature adult, I call rolling thunder. Um, have you got? Have you got like fire flames on the wheels and stuff? I really want to. Because I just think, given that it would be the ultimate sign of sort of wheelchair-owning maturity to, like, personalise it with... Yeah, sort of yeah. I'll get some spooky dokies on it. Oh. Some spooky dokies out of Frosties. Yeah, just so that, like you say, when I'm then going round Morrison's, it'll be like PTSD for the staff, cause it's like, oh, is he here? I can hear him three <laughs> aisles away. Because he's not even graceful with it. It's not even like he's trying to discreetly put chops down his tracky bottoms. It's like <laughs> he, he just he spends 20 minutes trying to get a pair up there and no sooner has he done it than you just hear it like fall and get run over. <laughs> but, yeah, I suppose um, it's just good to have different ways of killing time because, you know, there's only so much Netflix you can do, really. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to make a note there, putting meat products down pants. Yeah, good one, that one, I like that. So we're, uh, we're almost at the end of our discussion and that, so indeed. have you got any, uh, oh, you won't have any gigs coming up, will you, because you've got a little operation coming I, I up. I have but... indeed. I've got, um, I'm doing the stand in Newcastle Wednesday this week. Oh, good. Have you done it before? Uh, no, Maiden Voyage, this one, so... Lovely, lovely gig, lovely room. It, um, it looks it from what I've seen of everyone else that's talked about how um, magical it is. So I thought if I am going to sign off from doing this for a while, then it feels like there's no better place to sit on a stool and blag... I, th- I think you'll enjoy it, I do. I think you'll have a good time. Uh, now, before I let you go, have you got any good sneaky little benefits tricks that you can teach us or share with us, you know what I mean? Because I'm always looking for ways that can, uh, you know, snaffle off the government and that. Because I reckon you'd be loaded, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised, like, people aren't just mugging you to get some money back off you. But this is it, because, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's, like, pretty much a tax rebate, isn't it? Because if you are just taking money off someone whose income is benefits, then... <laughs> yeah, I've paid for that. Yeah. I'm having it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to look at it. Yeah, well, I'd have probably took this. Is what I tend to do that. Like, if ever I do something like get around in, I will always call it like a tax rebate, just to try and make it sound like you know you're getting something back off someone who just basically 
soaks up government money because it's quite a fun hobby. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Next time I see uh, somebody in a pub who, who, who's got a disability, I'm going yeah. to say, oh, you buy me a fucking pint, you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is it, because I'm sure my fellow Blue Badge owners will be absolutely delighted that I'm talking of... Um, Revealing the secrets. Yeah, that where we sometimes, oh. or where I sometimes think, yeah, do you know what, given how much free money I've had in exchange for not having to do anything. Um, maybe every now and again for the people I like, I will put some of this money back in their pocket because it's very rare that the tax office voluntarily does that. So by me doing it as a little bonus, it is a nice little rebate. Yeah, could, could you can you get me one of them badges? Because like uh, I get paying for parking. Just saying, you know. Like, yeah. Can you photocopy it or um, does it not work? I don't know if you can, but I mean, what I would say is, given that I got one just because I could. Um, mine is literally it's been sat in a fruit bowl for about a year now. Where what where where do you park your fruit bowl like? Um, <laughs> Yeah, that is a bit of a weird thing, isn't it? Because it's not like for as enthusiastic as traffic wardens are. Um, I can't <laughs> we, see yeah, we've got in. an unattended fruit baller, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it a ticket. <laughs> Well, uh, I've got to say thank you very much for being a guest on uh, TED Talks Ted Anky podcast. Um, I, uh, I wish you the very best of luck getting your robot legs. <laughs> and, um, you know, let's uh, let's let's put some some methods down for this Thundercats Wankathon yes. and see if we can get it out there and get a campaign going. It, I reckon there'll be people it, I'm for not that. quite sure how we turn it into... Um a money-making process, but... We'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. There's some sort of branding crossover that I'm sure that basically... Particularly if we can get Katie on board in sort of the Chitara role, then... Yeah, yeah, and what we'll do is we'll we'll see if Harvey Weinstein wants to play (laughs) Mumra and... uh, (laughs) I think uh, you know that he can be a proper villain then, and people he, will get on board with the Thundercat Wankers Bond. Oh! Boom! And that's Brilliant. how dreams are lived. Brilliant! Thank you very much, Johnny. Uh, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Indeed, that was uh, that was that was Johnny Brook there, the uh, sit-down stand-up comedian. Uh, have a look at his Facebook page. Uh, I've tagged it on the links. He's a nice man. Cheers, Maris. Okay, so it's come to my favourite part of the show where uh, all my social media followers on the Facebook and the Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that uh, can ask me a question, ask me anything, and I don't read it until this very moment and they answered it just off the cuff, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's proper shite. But we'll wait and see. We've been away for two weeks now with uh, the Christmas break, so I'm hoping we've got some good questions. So I'm going to put some shifty music over the background and let's have a look Christmas 
question number one. Uh, oh, it's from Wilf, Wilf Smith. Uh, Ted, why are T-Rexes always so angry? Uh, I think it's because... Uh, it's a good question, that, mate. I think it's because uh, they've, they've only got little arms, haven't they? So they can't, they can't have a tug. You know what I mean? They've got all that bent-up anger because, like, they're just stomping around like that, you know, and they're desperate to just crack one off, but they can't get the little arms down there, can they? And you can't go and ask a stegosaurus to sort it out because they don't get on. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's the main reason. Yeah, good good question, that. Uh, next question, uh, Schmeichel Veetley. I love this lad's name. Oh, I really do. Uh, oh, interesting question. Can I get thrush from bathing my nana? Um, on, only if you're in the bath with her, Schmeichel. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes the bodily fluids leak out from the elderly into the water and make their way directly uh, through the eye of, of your willy. Uh, and that's where you will then pick up thrush. And various other diseases as well, like Black Death. Uh Greg Husband, uh, world's greatest folk singer. Ted, I'm currently single. <laughs> I don't know why, like. Uh, I'm currently single and I'm looking for love in 2020. What tips do you have for picking up some top-notch fanny? Uh, well, for starters, mate, don't be calling them that. You know, it's a bit offensive. I use a nicer word, like flange um, or a bit of trim. Um, I'm only kidding, lady listeners. We're, we're not really all sexist blokes on this on this show. I think what you need to do, Greg, is you need to get back to the good old-fashioned way of going out and just talking to birds, I mean, like, girls, um, and just going up to them and say, hello, hello, my dear, um, oh, now you talk a bit like this, don't you? Hello, dear, uh, do you fancy a drink in that? And they'll go, oh, uh, yeah, what what you're offering, Greg? I'll, I'll get you some buck fast, won't I? Uh, I'll go back to man and have a couple of cans. And uh, go, oh, all right, then. And you take it back to yours and you get you, you get your best cans of skull out or something like that. Do you want a Chinese? Oh, have you got Chinese? Yeah, I've had some in the fridge two weeks now. I was going to eat it, but I haven't. Yeah, all right, then let's uh, let's have that Chinese. And you'd have your Chinese through there. Uh, and, then, and then you go, all right, then, oh, we're going to get it. No, no, what? Because you're in my house and you've had me cans and you've had me Chinese. Am I going to have a book? And then at that point, she'd probably go, Well, I've made all this effort. Why not? And then there you go, mate. You're getting, you know, you're getting some serious uh, monkey business there, mate. So give it a try. Let us know how, how you get on with it there, Greg, mate. Cheers. Uh, next question, Tony Seaman. Um, what would you do if Burrow got in the playoffs and you couldn't get a ticket? Um, what I would what I would do is uh, I'd probably just take yours off your Tony, you know what I mean? I'd just go, give me that ticket now or I'm going to bray you. And you'll go, all right, Ted, yeah, you're bigger than me. And I am. And I'll just take it off you and then I'll go to the game. And then I'll meet up with you afterwards and I'll tell you about it and I'll probably buy you like half a lager or something. Go, sorry, mate, I got you the programme. Um, but yeah, I'd probably do that. Probably don't that. Uh, Nigel Campbell said, uh, Remember when I asked you what shade of shite are the butter? Must have upset them there, mate, because we're not any shade of shite now, are we? Proper class and that. It's not really a question, um, it's a reference to a previous question and a really bold statement. I like it, Nigel. Up the butter. Uh, Liam Woods. 
I know it's a bit late, Ted. Um, you know, good new year and all that. Uh, heard you got bummed with a fixed penalty notice. Is that true? Not true. Not true, Liam. Um, it was a park and charge notice, which, of course, you don't have to pay. And if you look on Martin and Lewis' uh, money expert, there is a letter template that you can send it to them that basically says, stick it up your ass. I'm not paying it. Uh, and that's what it was, uh, Liam. Uh, leave packet. Uh, Ted, is it okay for my mate and his auntie's sister to have a baby nef son uh, I think that's a, ooh, that's a combination of a nephew and son um, do you know what it depends where they're from I mean if it's um, if it's like Derek Hills or Winnie Banks it's probably just standard practice there you know what I mean um, or, or, or in some of the uh, the uh, you know the cheaper parts of Ingleby Barwick that's allowed as well um, but apart from that I don't think it's right unless like she's proper fit uh, then it, I suppose it's alright you know what I mean uh, Bryce Sad Wilson, Happy New Year, Nana Specs. Call me Nana Specs one more time, Brian. I am going to put you in a fucking million dollar dream next time I see you, mate. Honestly, I am. He's one for you. If you sat in mixed company, what would you prefer? A silent fart, what smells like a stink bomb, and nobody knows who done it, or a really loud cloudbuster fart, what doesn't smell, and everyone chuckles. <laughs> well, with me being, uh, uh, you know, a, a sort of comedian, uh, it's debatable, uh, I'd probably go for the latter, because I'll do anything to get a laugh, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's quite nice to just do a noise and not have a smell, isn't it? Big Julie, Big Fat Julie, she does a load of silent but deadlies, and uh, I know I know when it's happened, because it's Branco first, and he just throws up, up, he's, 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 ch- he's chappy what he's at big pile of chappy food he throws that up and then it hits me and I'm like oh fucking hell Jolie oh. and, and for some reason then I get really aroused and uh, I try and try and give her one so uh, yeah that'd be my option there that'd be my option so uh uh, Simon Rylander uh, got any New Year's resolutions Ted I have actually yeah I have um, and there's a couple of serious ones here I've wrote them down on my uh, on my little my little phone app um, and um, um, one one of them is I'm going to produce uh, a Euro 2020 podcast um, just over that period there because I want to get my message out to more than just uh, North East listeners and random people from around the UK I want to get a proper England one going and we can take the piss out of all of the European teams and stuff like that uh, so I'm going to do that so I'm going to do a little competition um, later on uh, to help me name the podcast as well so that was a, I'm glad you raised that one um, and uh, you know I want to produce a live a live stage show as well so I'm working on doing a, a live stage show in the, in the borough um, a bit like the headline spot I did for Laughing Pug but uh, with more guests and a bit more structure and more fun and more involvement with the audience and hopefully uh, you know a full house as well so we can have some fun um, and then uh, I'm going to get myself in shape a little bit as well because uh, I sort of had to run for the bus the other day and um, I was that my body was that knackered I just shit myself I did like and it wasn't like just you know when you do a little wet fat it was like a full like I'd probably say five and a half six inch long log in, in my underpants it was dry though it didn't like leave any stainage or something so I just I just picked it out and you know put it in that little bin where you put your bus tickets on the bus no one noticed so I was lucky but uh, thanks to a high fibre diet there was no stink and uh, but it worried me that me, me body me, me bum stuck its tongue out um, at me more or less there I was a bit upset so good question there Simon thank you very much mate you shitty Tottenham fan 
Uh, Duncan Phillips, last question regarding matter. Duncan Phillips, uh, one of probably only three or four fans who actually buy me a coffee on coffee.com. That's K-O-F-I-Dash.com. Uh, you know what I mean? He obviously appreciates the podcast and it's only three quid. I should charge more because Duncan's probably still paid, but we'll see. Uh, let's have a look at your question here, Duncan. Uh, Ted, you say you book super fast. I do, yeah, I do. Don't you think you should slow down now a bit in case you've started a book? fire of your own with all the friction you make right, to reference to the tragedy in Australia at the moment and uh, you know probably me and Julie having a bit of a retro bush I'm a big fan of the bush I really am I, I endorse it I asked Julie or whoever I'm dating to grow it out and be be loud and proud about the bush I want it to look like Christian Cannonball in a leg lock basically um, that's what I'm aiming for uh, but you're right I do I do scuttle super fast I'm a fast booker there is a risk um, I think it'd be more of a risk if we were both uh, shaved with stubble and you would get like that uh, you know starting a fire effect uh, and we might get sparks I think that's where the phrase sparks in the bedroom comes from just from people with shaved pubic areas and uh, you know we've got some very delicate uh, black silk linen um bed linen and it might it might cause a fire uh, and we'd all be buggered so yeah uh, so anyway thank you very much for your questions ah oh, what a great what a great session that was loved it loved it me like So that brings us to the end of episode 27 of Ted Turks to Ted Anky broadcast brought to you by Butterfan TV who provide excellent Middlesbrough Football Club fan content online on YouTube, Facebook and all them places. Showcase Comedy who put on fantastic comedy nights at the Georgian Theatre in Stockton and various venues in sort of Leeds and Bradford and that. And my new sponsors, jokepit.com who are the comedy ticket box office where you can buy tickets for all the comedy shows throughout the UK including most of the UK comedy ones as well so I recommend you have a look at that uh, thanks again for all your contributions uh, thanks for listening thanks for sharing the show um, if you've not done this already this is a plea from me a new year plea please go to iTunes and Stitcher podcast providers and leave me a five star rating uh, and a nice little comment honestly it, it helps me so much it gets me up the uh, the podcast charts as well gets me noticed uh, and I might make some money from it one day you never know but uh, we've been in there a couple of times before quite high up you know we got to number seven at one point but we'll keep dropping down because it all relies on these star ratings it really does my downloads are going up but I'm not getting any more ratings so if you're listening or you're new to the podcast please go there and uh, leave us a nice rating honestly I'd be over the moon I really would um, what can I say thank you very much for all your support um, I was serious earlier on as well you know I am going to be start doing some more sort of public stuff like uh, personal appearances disco shows all that type of stuff go to my website uh, tedhanky.com uh, have a look at my services page on there you know what I mean I've got a shop on there with some merchandise as well if you're interested and uh, you know if, you, if you've got a celebration or an event coming up you can book me and uh, book a couple of us me Bobby Malamite come I don't know he's a daft ass uh, and uh, you know drop us an email uh, there's a link on there or to uh, info at tedanky.com and you know we'll give you the, we'll give you the quote for your gig and that it'd be, uh, be sound uh, I'll keep you posted on uh, all my 
comedy nights I'll be performing at in 2020 as well. So there's a newsletter you can sign up to on the website. Loads of stuff. Give it a look, you know what I mean? Uh, so I'm just hoping now that me not having a podcast for the past couple of weeks and the butter being on a rich vein of farm isn't related and we can continue winning ways. So... Uh, Let's hope we can in our next game. So up the border and believe.